You're listening to Hungry for More, an Epicurean's Dilemma, and I'm your host, Trish Gloss. Welcome to the holiday edition of Hungry for More, and I couldn't think of a better guest for today's episode than the one and only Sam Block. She's been on my podcast now three times, mostly because I keep asking and she keeps saying yes, because she's incredibly sweet. Uh, we catch up on what she's been up to lately, which includes improv classes. It's super cool. She talks about that. I asked her about her Thanksgiving. Um, Mama sounds like a fantastic cook, and I want an invite next year, please. And then we dive on into Christmas and chat all about what it really means for both of us, family, traditions, the food, cocktails, our favorite movies. It really, truly was the coziest of conversations. And for me, that's what the holidays are all about. We talked about what we remember growing up and really what it means for us now as adults. I use that word loosely. So shake up a cocktail, maybe grab the comfiest spot on your couch and just enjoy Sam Block. Oh, okay. couple things. Okay. First of all, don't be a cotton-headed ninny muggins is on my shirt. Did Got you it. see my Christmas lights back here? I love that. That is so festive. And you really, you really went hard there. My my water glass is Mrs. Claus. That's so darn cute, dude. I love that. I mean, Shoot. Sam Block, I feel like when I asked you to do this, we decided to do a holiday little podcast sesh and you we said sure did. I love the holidays, so I kind of feel like I had to go all out. Well, I don't have the Mrs. Claus glass, but I do have a very festive colored holiday cocktail. Oh, I love the sparkles. I think this is my favorite little martini glass. Before we talk about our cocktails, I have to give you a proper introduction. You've been on this podcast. This is your third time now. You're my favorite. You're my absolute favorite. Um, You're a chef. You're an internet and TikTok star. You are. I think Google actually says that. Um, (laughs) Beyond that, though, you're hilarious. You're stunning. You're wildly talented, beautiful inside and out. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and somewhere along the way that I've been doing these interviews with you, we just became pals. We sure did. Yes. Uh, I am so happy that you reached out two years ago uh, because you and I... We are friends, but it's just a shame that we are on different coasts because otherwise you and I would get into lots of trouble together. I know that for a fact. Lots and lots of trouble. Um, Yeah. I mean, I reached out to you. It's funny because my anytime I see my husband smiling or laughing, looking at his phone, pretty sure he is watching one of your videos. (laughs) I need to meet him someday. Where is Chuck? What's he up to? Chuck today is at a SWAT training. He is a SWAT medic. Wow. Otherwise, he um, would have made my cocktail for me. I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. SWAT training. What a drag. I know. So boring. You know? And like, look at you and me just chilling here with a Christmas cocktail. And clearly, I mean, we're, we're working pretty hard. Clearly, we're we're the successful pair out of this. Agreed. Agreed. You can um, tell myself. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what you drinking? Um, so I made a uh, a cranberry margarita. Ooh. Um, this is just mostly your classic ingredients, but it uses unsweetened cranberry juice, Cointreau, lime, uh, maple syrup instead of simple, which I kind of like that little 
Oh, that push is nice. Spirit. Yeah. Um, and I wrote this down in case I missed anything. Oh, tequila. Did I say tequila? You that's didn't. Okay. Yes. I used a uh, reposado because that's my fave. Reposado is my favorite as well. This <clears throat> is um, a nod to when we chatted the first time. This is a uh, Cosmo. Oh. Classic Cosmo. I did do a little lime garnish, uh-huh. but it sunk to the bottom. There it is. I can't tell you how many times I've garnished cocktails for my TikTok videos and then I go to drink it and it's just like. Right. It's up your nose. Yeah. Enough. Well, cheers, friend. Happy holidays. You too. I did rim this with sugar, Mm. Mm. which I'm really. um, Ooh, okay. Mm. We likey. Um, I'm I'm not much of a a rim girl, if if you will, Uh, but I. I was really running out of maple syrup. This was like a very much a clear out your kitchen cocktail. Nice. Ran out of tequila, ran out of maple syrup, and it was a little, you know, a little tart. So yeah. um, a little sugar. And it looks like snow. Hooray. That's beautiful. Um, you make lots of cocktails on your TikTok channel. I do. In fact, um, there's one, I think we you call it the New Year's Eve sparkler. Yes. One of my faves that I've gotten from you. So delicious. So good. Yes. It's kind of like, um, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that was, uh, that was when, uh, uh, last New Year's Eve, we were supposed to all get together and then the stomach bug like ran the rest of my family other than me. So it was a really great me, myself and my cat cocktail to to enjoy that evening. Yes. 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 Um, yeah, the New Year's Eve sparkler is delicious. It's kind kind of like if you think French seventy five, but it uses um, chinar, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's got a little bit of bitter, but the crispness of the champagne. I just like anything that gets topped with bubbles in any way, shape, or form. Preach. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's been a while since we've chatted. What have you been up to? What's going on in your life? Oh. Um, lots of things. I mean, since we last chatted, I, I was going to go back to the last spot that we were in our second episode because I rewatched some of that and I realized that there was nothing on my wall, but I'll have you know that I have bookshelves and books in the shelves. So homeowning is coming together before we know it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Adulting is so fun. Um, and not sucks. Actually, it's <laughs> horrible. I hate it. <laughs> um, and I got a cat, as I will pro- try not to mention 84,000 times Please in do. this conversation. Love it. Uh, she interrupt us. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, she's the light of my life. Uh, and um, I, I, uh, I started taking an improv class this year. It's the best decision I've ever made. Second okay, to so me. Maybe- how like where did this start where did this how'd this happen okay so i uh come from a very funny family um we all have a very similar sense of humor um but for the past like five or six years i've just been really into watching particularly long form improv um big fan of ben schwartz he's like the mastermind behind the entire thing um and it just something has always spoken to me about the whole yes and concept because I, not to sound weird, but I really am a people pleaser. I'm a team player. So I felt like improv uh, 
was meant for me in a way. Mm. Um, at the ripe age of 33, I thought I'd give it a go. Um, quick uh, rewind. I also was debating taking acting classes. Um, and uh, there's a school in Philadelphia that was offering like a free Zoom uh, course introduction to what this school was. And so I was like, all right, what the hell? I'll give it a go. This man, I will not speak his name. Uh, first of all, full blown hammered during this Zoom meeting was <laughs> sipping something brown. You know, he looked like uh, a brown no, liquor. Yes. But he was very uh, cocky and acting like this is like you have to follow me through every step of the way and I will guide you to perfection. Never heard of this guy in my life, but good for you. Proud of you. Um, and so I was really grateful that I took that free class to decidedly choose not to do that. Um, however, uh, there is a uh, an improv, improv school in Philly. And they have 101, 201, 301, 401. You have to, you know, work your way up the ranks. And uh, I just, I kind of closed my eyes when I purchased it because it it wasn't inexpensive, but I was like, this is for you, Sam, do this for you. And after the first class, uh, I literally cried on my drive home because I was so happy with just how like <laughs> creatively rewarding it was. I had so much fun. All we do is laugh. We play lots of games. I learned so much. I learned how to uh, step out of my comfort zone. Um, I don't feel foolish, which is something I think I've kind of always had, as you could tell from my uh, BAM slack. I, I like to make an ass of myself. Um, so I'm glad that that sort of set me up for success via improv. Um, but it is just, I, I already bought, classes for 201 um we have a little uh, <laughs> we have a little showcase in a couple weeks um which will probably be awful but i don't care it because it's 101 you know we're just kind of learning the foundation of the whole process um but it is just the only thing i regret is not choosing to try this sooner mm -hmm. um but i've done it now and i'm just so happy to continue to see where that takes me honestly this seriously makes me so emotional. Like I'm just so, <laughs> first of all, happy for you. I'm proud of you because it's really hard. It's really mm -hmm. hard to do something like this. And mm -hmm. the foolish part, like, yeah, I mean, I think we feel foolish a lot during the day. And it's like this idea of like, we have to play it cool. Screw that, man. Like, no. Yeah. And I also love the fact that, you know, yeah, you're 33, but this is the exact time that you should be doing this. Yes, I fully agree. And what was so beautiful to me in the first um, class, I didn't know what to expect. I don't know if it was going to be a bunch of young, like college kiddos or older people. And it was like, it ran the gamut. Like there, there's an, uh, a man probably like in his mid sixties named Arthur with these like huge tortoise glasses, who's just there to expand his wit, as he said. There is a woman who, unfortunately, her husband recently passed, but she used to love acting, taking these classes. And so she took a break to help him while he was getting better. And now she thought she would get back into it. There were a couple of college kids that work in marketing. So they were just trying to work on, you know, conversational skills and how to uh, react. Like it was, it was every... I couldn't have anticipated how diverse all these people were and that we could all still stand in this room together and just be goofballs and uh, play zip zaps up and, uh, you know, 
it it's it was just so it was so heartwarming for me. Yeah. It. And you have like the holiday recital coming up. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the best. That's mm-hmm. the best. All my friends want to come and I'm like, you will probably be the only ones there, but I very much appreciate your <laughs> interaction. What if what have you in how long have you been taking this class? Uh I am now five classes in. Okay. Uh we started in early October, I want to say. Um, there's eight total. Um, and then I believe the class before our showcase, we're going to like collaborate with all the other 101 classes Mm -hmm. and like do some fun stuff together and figure out how that goes. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm just, I'm thrilled. And what have you seen in the last five classes or so just within you? What have you seen that's changed? That's a really good question. Um, I, I mean, I will not lie, despite my confidence and looking like a doofus in front of humans, I was definitely still very like tense the first two classes uh, because it's very challenging. You know, we were doing these uh, these games, I would say, where it was like three line scenes where you had to not only um, uh, uh, you had to say a line, then your partner would say a line, and then you had to say a line and you had to establish the who, what, where in that inter- entire conversation. And so your brain's working a million miles an hour where you're also trying to physically perform, which is like, I would be like, hi, I'm Sam. You are my brother. We are friends. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like who's going to sit during that show? Absolutely no one. You'll hear crickets in the back. Um, But I think just over time, uh, I've just, um, even my teacher called me out on, uh, being hard on myself, which I, you know, classic Sam, um, I do that anytime I screw up. And so I was really focused on letting things slide. You have another shot, give it another go. And just over the past five weeks, I feel like I'm much more confident in physically demonstrating a scene, which, you know, I, I, this is all still so very new to me. Um, but also taking risks, um, if there's something in your head, just say it rather than like shutting down and and thinking that you're doing things wrong. Like this is the place to take those risks. Um, and uh, yeah, I just. Um, you're listening to I, your gut. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so it's, it's really just sort of enlivened my spirit overall, which mm-hmm. is very helpful. <laughs> that makes me so happy. That makes me so happy. My one of my best friends um who's in the news business decided to go to flight school. He's in his 30s. And flight school? Flight school. He wants to be a pilot. Oh, flight school. I was like uh like fight club. <laughs> fight club. We can't talk about it. Um, can't talk about. A uh, flight school. My apologies. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the news is all he's ever known, much like myself, and he decided I life's too short. And I've always wanted to do this and I'm going to go do it. I know. And it's, it's just amazing to me. I, um, take a dance class. I haven't, I took, I'm taking November and December off, but an adult hip hop class and talk about feeling and looking stupid. And there's a big fat, huge mirror in front to show all of your mistakes Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Well, well, I'll have you know that um, I took ballet for about two weeks <laughs> when I was seven or eight. Uh, and 
Um, I I want to tell you the story, but I maybe we'll get back into it as to why I was so scarred from going back. Um, but it involved a plie gone wrong. Um, and uh, <laughs> I basically realized that my mom always likes to tell me that my arms are not graceful. Um, so I decided to just get back on the soccer field and nice. give other females the bow. Uh, but I totally admire dancing. I dance like a, a, a doofus also, but, um, good for you. Are you loving it? Um, yeah, I've been on and off for probably the last year. And the first, the first few classes were I took dance my entire life. So the oh, first awesome. few classes were, we're rough because you feel stupid and it's like, I don't want to look or feel stupid. We're and then retraining a bit, I guess. Right. Yeah. 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 And then after that, um, I mean, I was dancing in the grocery store aisle and I love it. Chuck, my husband was like, this is awesome. I love this. Like, I love this. And it's just, it's something that I've always done. And I got back into, um, my first ballet class, I think, my mom could help me with this. I was probably like five, six. I peed my pants during a plie, so <laughs> I win. Um, mine is similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pee, <clears throat> like I had to go so bad, but I was one of those kids like you don't ask to go to the bathroom. Right. You just hold it. Yeah, like just a moron. And then you, yeah, you just oh. deal with it. You just pee in your pink clean leotard, a little puddle by my <laughs> ballet slippers, right? <laughs> Just goes from a pale pink to a uh, nice dark hue, right <laughs> <at> the leg. <laughs> and when you're that young, there's nothing else to blame it on. It's like you're in a sweaty when you're little. It's not like it could be sweat. It's uh, yeah. you're not drinking anything. You just kind of own it. So well, you know, when you're that little, you literally you could shit your pants, and everybody would be like, "Oh, honey, are you feeling okay?" Now, if I if I crapped my pants out and about. It would it wouldn't go so great. They're calling nine one one. Like here yeah, comes the ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that changes as you get older. But then when you get like older, older, it's like oh, Grandpa Joe just shit his pants again. Right. <laughs> Classic. It actually very. It's it's kind of I guess cyclical maybe right. Like when you're really young and you're really old, it, like nothing. All everything goes out the window. Style, yeah. manners, all of it. You go from diapers to thongs to diapers. Right. It's incredible. (laughs) One, two, three. Um, Quick question. question, uh, Speaking of improv, you said, and we've talked about this before, your family, your family is very funny. Who, who's like maybe the funniest? Like who gets the most laughs? Who has the best like delivery? Um, I would say my brother, Brian, Um, he he wouldn't even be mad if I said this. He He's an asshole, but it's like the best kind of asshole. Um, and he, I think he kind of planted the dry humor seed amongst our entire family um, since he was a teenager. Um, and I always thought he was so funny. My mom would always tell me like uh, she would get so pissed off when the two of us were sitting in the backseat of the car because anything he did, I would just be cracking up at. And she was like, come on guys. Um, but uh yeah he he has introduced me to a lot of stand-up comedy a lot of improv comedy um i know that he has journals and journals of jokes that he's written um hopefully i i would love for him to maybe get up to an open mic night someday um because he really has very well thought jokes um in his brain um but yeah i think i think in terms of like straight up comedy it would be Brian. And then the rest of the family just kind of have 
have grown to uh, recognize the dry humor that I know that you have, which is why we immediately clicked Mm -hmm. from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, my dad is dad. My dad is like the pure dad puns rolls with all the puns. My mom, she is, she will like sneak in a joke here and there. And it is so freaking funny. And I'm like, where the hell did that come from? And then she's like, I don't know. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I come from a very funny family too with Southern accents, which I think mm. adds a good amount of humor to that too. And you remind yes. me again, your family's from like- We're Boston, from New Jersey. New Jersey, that's right, yes. that's right. <clears throat> so, which adds too, again, it's like the New Jersey, the accent, the the yeah. upbringing, all of it adds to that. Mm-hmm. I think so. And then I have uh, another brother, older Mike, and I have- I mean, I've always loved him, as you do with your family members, but he is far and away the goofy guy. Like he is, we love to say that he came out of my mom with a briefcase and like looking like he was late for a meeting because he has always been so professional. But then when he's in the house, he's like singing, he's dancing. He played in ska bands growing up. He's an amazing trumpeter, like just such a goofball and a half. I know it drives his wife crazy, but we all just can't stop laughing when he's around. So he's such a good dad of the kids being such a goof. And uh, it's a really wonderful dynamic amongst. I'm sure. Amongst, yeah. yeah. Um, next time you guys get together for the holidays, just send me an invite. I just want to go. <laughs> I want to go. I want to like sit, like have a, get a bar stool with a cocktail and just watch you uh-huh. guys. My dad would happily make it for you. Okay. Um, are you, when you're taking these improv classes, were you channeling any family members? Um, or are you just trying to be Sam? I was just trying to be Sam, to be honest. Yeah, I uh, I think that, <clears throat> you know, I worked on cruise ships for a couple years, and that was really where I built the um, quote-unquote confidence and or screwing up in front of a crowd and trying to pretend that that's fine and, and making them feel comfortable. Um, and then as I got into TikTok a few years ago, um, I really hone in on the dork side of life and how everyone is a dork, uh, whether you want to, you know, believe it or not. And uh, I I love that about how normal and natural that kind of is. So those two things put together, just really, I kind of wanted to bring them them together and focus on me and try to find, um, you know, what makes me tick uh, on stage and, uh, uh yeah but i mean my family's humor i wouldn't be here without that however uh i'm really trying to focus on me a bit so um i'm not normally a selfish person and i don't think this is selfish at all to want to take a class for myself um but you know i've uh, really tried to do what makes me happy um <clears throat> rather than pleasing others no no i think that's <laughs> i mean and this is like if you're going to be good to anybody else, you have to be good to yourself. Yes. Right. hundred percent. I mean, yeah. therapy has taught me that, right? Like you have to be, you have to be really good to yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to work on this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you can't be good for anyone else around you. I agree. I agree. And it's never too late to really try to take some time to focus on that. I, you know, I don't want to turn this into a, a dull moment, but th- that's truly, um, I myself am in therapy and that has been a, a great awakening of what makes Sam happy. You know, it's, uh, 
it's all uh, it's all part of life and and I love how um you know in the past I would probably say pre or probably around COVID was when um mental health really came into play of um being a normal thing to talk about which is phenomenal Thank I believe goodness oh my gosh I know, I know. <laughs> it's kind of like you don't realize like if you're okay or not until you like sit down like I I had my first therapy session back in August and I didn't know what to expect. Uh, and I just sat there and she's like, so why are you here today? And I just started crying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is probably a good thing. Um, and granted, there's a lot of times where I'm not crying, of course, but um, it it was just like, a, wow, you're speaking to somebody that has zero judgment, who um, doesn't know anything about you um, at the start, of course. And it's just very freeing. And I just felt like I lost 10 pounds of stuff. Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, I think, I think talking about mental health and sharing it with people. And I mean, I cry not all the time, (laughs) but, um, even my husband and I, last night, we were talking about the sentence, uh, the phrase, what's wrong with you? Like how, like, that's so not acceptable. Like to say really to anyone, like a stranger or your child or your partner, like what's wrong with you? Like, are you, are you okay? Or did something happen? Or, I mean, there's a bazillion other ways to say it, but I think it's, um, I agree. I think we should, we should absolutely be talking about mental health more. And I always think to never assume everybody you meet or come in contact with is not struggling. Right. I, I fully agree with that. And like, um, lately I find that, um, you know, um, I'm in a bit of a, I'm in a bit of a TikTok lull right now, but I, I'm, I'm on the bend and I will get there again. Um, but for somebody who, you know, generally I'm very bubbly, I'm very excited. I'm very pumped. I'm ready to sling some cocktails and be a goofball. Um, but like, uh, uh, people, if I, what's very kind is that when I do post something, people are like, I've missed you. Where have you been on my for you page? And like, obviously these are strangers. I'm never going to be like, well, actually I'm going to do a hard time. Yeah. It's like, no, just, (laughs) just let them go. And, um, you know, I, again, I just want to do stuff when I feel like I want to do it. And so, uh, but I, I really feel good, uh, post holiday, post Thanksgiving at least. Um, and, uh, yeah. I saw this cocktail. My mom showed me this, which I'm really excited to try. Um, I'm not, you and I have talked about this. I'm not much of a, a creamy cocktail gal. <laughs> I like to see through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, but, uh, it was this, um, it's not like amaretto. It's called the sugar cookie, which I'm already like, yeah. however, um, you line the rim of your martini glass with marshmallow fluff. Mm. <laughs> hear me out um and then you cover that in like red white and green non-pareils and then you make this mixture you let it you pour it into your cocktail glass and then you let it sit and as the non-pareils kind of dissolve or melt the whole martini glass gets striped with red white and green and i was like that is so damn cute i have to freaking try that otherwise um, I might hate it. I might spit it out and then grab some Pappy Van Winkle and uh, spit that out and then, uh, <laughs> find something I like, like this delicious. Right. I saw <laughs> something um, 
it looked really pretty and then they called it it was like the christmas sugar cookie and i was like nope can't do it <laughs> swipe left yeah yeah nope mm -mm. <laughs> um but lately and i've i've never been an espresso martini person either have we talked about this but i kind of want to try my cat is messing with my ring light emmy stop um i kind of want to try one i listen uh i i have like a weird thing about alcohol and coffee mixed together yeah i think that that's my problem because i also i also tried to make one on tiktok i want to say two years ago and i hated it but i also know that i didn't make it right because i didn't have that like they're stunning with that beautiful foam on top mm -hmm. mine don't have that um it was very yucky um so i would love to like try one from an actual expert in cocktail making which is not me um yeah but yeah I mean, I'm thinking like, I, I feel like good espresso and honestly, like don't do instant. If you're going to do it, like go big or go home, like real espresso. Mm -hmm. Yes. Maybe some Kahlua. Mm -hmm. <laughs> vodka. Mm -hmm. Is then, it like coffee vodka or is it just vodka? See, I don't, well, you, yeah. I think you need to research this. I need okay. to see a TikTok this season for an espresso martini yes. on Bam's lock, please. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny you say that too, because I always try to come up with new ideas for cocktails, but something I've learned from uh, the social team at ATK, um, America's Test Kitchen, um, just is that anytime you post something, like it's for fresh eyes. So like, it's totally fine to redo something. Like, please do redo something, yeah. even, especially if it does well, like, Give it some time. Maybe don't post it back to back, of course. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to give this another go. And I'm going to just give it everything I have in terms of quality ingredients. Get that froth. And then if I still don't like it, then I will go home. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sad. <laughs> crying. Right? <laughs> Tail between your legs. <laughs> it's just not for me, you know. I feel like I know you said you're a little hesitant with the rim, but I feel like maybe the rim has to have like, like a maybe like a bittersweet chocolate kind of thing happening. Yeah, I love that. So like, Ooh. like I I feel like you could do the espresso martini, but put a Sam spin on it. Yes, yes, I will. I will do some research okay. and investigate the best way. And then if I don't like the martini, then I can just go. <laughs> in a really cute way um and lick the chocolate <laughs> that's gonna be the screenshot for this interview right there my parents will be so proud <laughs> they're like oh that's our daughter <laughs> she's so innocent no um no she's not uh speaking of thanksgiving how was yours does the whole fam fam dam get together uh Yes. Um, my mom is the chef for Thanksgiving. Okay. She does a phenomenal job. I truly told her that this, I think this year was the best Thanksgiving meal she's ever cooked. Wow. Um, I wish I knew all of her hat. Like turkey is always meh um, to me just me because too. we've all had it pretty meh. Um, it just, it's a tough thing to cook well, I believe. Um, and she took it out at the right time. She let it rest at the right time. The skin was crispy. The, the breast meat was so juicy. And 
she also my mouth's watering as I'm talking about you too. Wow. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so um she also makes uh gravy that's not um not not via turkey parts. It's just like a homemade um, you know, like and she put uh, I believe it was cognac in it. Um Damn. some sort of and when I tell you, like this turkey did not need the gravy, but the gravy itself was so freaking good that I had to just douse it on absolutely everything. It was so phenomenal. Um, my mom makes her own cranberry sauce. Um, she usually does green bean casserole, but now that I have nephews in my home, um, in my home, in I know what you meant. At- <laughs> Uh, she made like a, well, I actually made this like broccoli cheddar bake that the kids loved. So not going to lie. I was pretty proud of that. It's like five ingredients and, you know, Johnson and Wales degree. <laughs> if the kids like it. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she did, oh, she did Brussels sprouts a little differently this year. Um, she, well, she always roasts them. So they're nice and crispy, which is obviously the best way to eat Brussels sprouts. But she, um, you know, pomegranate molasses is a great combination with Brussels sprouts, which you can find in a bottle. Um, I have it on my counter, um, but it's uh, kind of hard to find sometimes. So she, this lady, my mom, she made her own damn pomegranate molasses, like reduced pomegranate juice, add a little vinegar, some brown sugar, and like, oh, it was so good. little pomegranate <laughs> everything was so good also um sorry i'm not trying to go through the entire menu but no, please uh, when i was a kid i want to say i hated stuffing up until the time i was maybe in my late 20s like there was just something about i don't know if it was the texture it was just like the sweet and savory combo that didn't connect in my mouth and in my brain um but damn it, I love it now. It is so good. Just classic sausage, green Granny Smith apples. Um, yeah, she crushed it. Like, hats Dang. off to my mom. Nice job, yeah. mom. I love that. Do you cook for Thanksgiving? I do. I always do because I love the project that is Thanksgiving. Mm. And I read this somewhere. Um, I think it was on threads. But basically someone was like, hats off to anyone and everyone out there who cooked Thanksgiving today because it is the hardest holiday by far. It's a marathon. I mean, it's all day long, whether it's cooking, cleaning, or a combination of all the things. And you're dealing with dishes that for the most part, you're only making once a year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, that was something that I think, you know, you know, when you're like stressed when you're cooking and you can taste it in the final dish, basically, because you're just a hot mess. Um, (laughs) I've been there a million times. Um, I think my mom did things differently where she just really planned accordingly, like three or four days ahead of time where she was just like in such good shape on the day of. And I remember her telling me, she was like, I've never felt like this okay before people even came over. And I was like, all right, make notes, you know, do that thing again because Sam wants some more. (laughs) some more uh brussels sprouts with pomegranate and her mashed potatoes that have 10 gallons of dairy in it so oh that's the only way to do it only way to do it yeah i make every year i make my grandmother's cornbread dressing which is very southern right cornbread's made the day before so it can dry out Mm -hmm. a little bit um and then her recipe in a podcast interview previous I, I said it was a dumb recipe and I meant that it's so easy. It's just so <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. so 
dumb because it's amazing. <laughs> it's like the best thing I've ever eaten. And it's sauteed onions and celery. Mm -hmm. I add a little fresh sage. She never did that. Okay. And then it's enough stock. And she used the stock that came right from the turkey Oof. to make it kind of like a little wet. And then you put yeah. it in the oven. And it's just, it's so simple. But every time, every time I make it and if I nail it, I just, I'm instantly transported back to her kitchen. I love that. It, it, does she, does she give you uh, a little <laughs> for putting sage in there because it's not the OG or is she? No, nope, nope. She was always, um, there was one Thanksgiving. I remember she hurt her. I think she like hurt, sprained her ankle or something. I kind of think she was faking it. Been there. Like she, I'm like, grandma, you just lay on the couch. We'll figure out Thanksgiving. And we were running back and forth from the kitchen to the living room at her house. She's um, limping on like different feet each time because yeah. she forgets. <laughs> we're asking her questions, like how to make the whole dinner. And, and honestly, like that was the, um, that was the Thanksgiving that we did everything. And I don't think she did anything. And I honestly, I feel like somewhere she passed away in 2019. I feel right. like somewhere she, she did that on purpose. Cause she's mm -hmm. like, I want, I want oh. my recipes to live. Seriously. I know people are like, oh, give me a break. But no, no like I really think she wanted to share that with us. And there's certain recipes that I've made for her when she was still alive. And she was just so proud of me. She was like, Trisha, oh. this tastes better than mine, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Um, and Sweet. I'm sure grandma would be like, if she saw me putting sage in it or doing something different, she'd be like, no, nah, I want to try that. <laughs> That's what I think she would say. Did you have a Southern accent growing up ever? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, that, that's incredible how yeah. none of a Southern accent you have now. Well, I mean. in, in all fairness, I moved to Las Vegas when I was 16. And as a kid from South Carolina mm -hmm. in a high school with a bunch of, you know, kids from all over the country, because at that time, everybody was moving into Las Vegas. So I went to school with a whole bunch of kids with all different accents. And I was mm -hmm. made fun of a little bit, like... Cause I was like, I like to act and I like to read <laughs> and they were just like, they would make fun of me. And so I think just because of that, it fizzled out. Mm -hmm. But now anytime I get on the phone with my mama, it's like, Hey, Hey y'all. Bye. You know, like <laughs> it comes out. It comes yeah, out. Yeah, sure. Sure. Oh, I admire that. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm from South Jersey. Um, and so I, I never think that I have an accent, but sometimes I get called out for, I guess it would technically be like a Philly accent with the way I like say like hoagie or like, not so much like Kate Winslet and Mare of Easttown aggressive, but like every <laughs> once in a while there are a certain words that I, I guess I over enunciate and uh, uh, nice like an otter. Yeah. yeah. Or an otter, a whale. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Whale. Yeah. Or, or Okay. Animal sound. A sea Let's animal. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, well, kudos to your mom for an amazing Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Great. She also makes her own caramelized onion dip, which is like, oh. I mean, I am not opposed to the packet to add sour cream to. Like, that's how what I grew up eating. Mm -hmm. Um but she like makes it a few days ahead, caramelizes the onions, lets it sit in the fridge for a few days, lets all the oh. flavors make sweet, sweet love with yeah, one another. Sweet, sweet love. <laughs> you could taste it. Awesome. Well, Thanksgiving is is done. With my family. It's so great. 
Yay! It's a family. And caramelized onions. Okay. Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, was this a big deal in your family growing up? There's five oh, of you? Kids? Four. Three of us. <laughs> I was going to get there eventually. <laughs> You'll get there. I was going to give you a minute. Um, yes. I'm the youngest, the only girl. Then there's Brian. He's the middle. Sorry, I need to stop tilting my head because the don't follow that light. Um, I like to think of it as that's the sunshine that follows you around. Oh. Anyway, um, I also. (laughs) I and then I have my older brother, Mike. Um, So, yeah, I mean. My family has always made such a big deal about Christmas uh, in the old house that we lived in. Um, my dad had built like an extension off the back of the house to give it uh, the living room really high ceilings. Mm-hmm. So we always had a big, fresh Christmas tree. Um, like decorating was the was an entire day's worth of our time. Uh, we had this blue Ninja Turtle uh, ornament that we would like rotate amongst who whoever's year it was that year to get to hang it. Um, uh, my dad would, we, there's so many home videos that I wish, I think I just said it there. Home. You did. Oh, oh, you did big time. Home, <laughs> home, home videos with hoagies. <laughs> with hoagies. Um, and uh, yeah, like I, I, I always, I always loved Christmas Eve um, almost more than Christmas because that's where like all the fun kind of ends. Um, but we would growing up, we would always go to my grandma's house uh, on Christmas Eve, and we all the kids would be there. My cousins, it was like twelve kids of all the parents, and there was a uh, a, a firefighter who would dress up as Santa Claus and. I, what I didn't realize when I was a child was that my grandma would leave gifts for all the kids already out on the porch. So he would come in through the porch with his Santa sack and like say your name. And then we would go and sit in his lap. And it was just like so magical. And I fully believed in Santa until, you know, I was 31, 32. Um, but <laughs> No, my dad is a great house decorator too on the outside. Like just, Ugh. he goes in. And so it's just always been a special time. <clears throat> I am, um, speaking of that though, last year, um, I am now 33 and last year was like the first Christmas season, which I probably should have started therapy a year ago, was like the first year that I just didn't give a shit. And I was just like, I have all my favorite movies. I have all my favorite music and I didn't want anything to do with it. Um, and, um, I'm really proud to say that this year I am like, I'm back at it and I am so pumped. And, uh, my favorite Christmas movie is white Christmas. I don't know about you, but that is my go-to. Uh, I've never seen it. I'll, I'll rectify that this weekend. I'm not even, I'm not even mad. (laughs) (laughs) You would love it for the dancing alone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vera, Vera Ellen, um, she's a phenom dancer, and that's really why I watch it is for the dancing scenes. But um, I'm watching it today. I'm I'm gonna watch it great. today. I can't wait. We should just put it on and this yeah. the podcast. 
but like there's also movie I feel like it's such a like how you grew up I was talking about this with my brother the oh, other day yes. like I couldn't give two shits about uh, a Christmas story like it's not my thing nope. also um uh it's a wonderful life I do love mm-hmm. uh, but um it's the Christmas vacation it doesn't do it for me I can't I can't watch it actually I can't yeah I, I'm not a fan and I I understand the appeal to so many people. I'm sure. a home. I'm a home alone kind of girl. Ah, uh, yes. I grew absolutely. up with that movie. That's like, I mean, I that's what I grew up watching. And then I would even say Elf has played a huge role in my life because it's so yes. positive. Mm-hmm. It's like ten years old. Did you know that? That's gross. Elf is ten years old. How? Hate that. Um, speaking of <clears throat> Will Ferrell. Uh, not that we have to go down this movie rabbit hole, but um, there's a movie on, I think it's Apple TV with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell called Spirited. And I'm really like not into like newer Christmas movies. It's so good. The music is phenomenal. Again, the dancing is phenomenal. 10 out of 10. So funny. I watched Um, it last week and I smiled a lot. Well, perfect. That's the whole point. Uh, A couple of years ago, I discovered... Noel on Disney with Anna Kendrick. You know, um, one of my favorite bands uh, is called Lawrence. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, it's uh, a brother and sister duo with like a seven piece band, um, Clyde and uh, Gracie. And um, <clears throat> when Clyde was just a little kid, he wrote the the theme song to Miss Congeniality because his father is a producer or a director. You're one in a million. (laughs) He wrote that when he was like eight years old and his dad brought it to the team and was like, what do you think of this? And they're like, we love it. And like, he never told them at the time that it was his son who was eight wrote it. Um, They're phenomenally talented. Um, But, uh, but they, uh, Mark Lawrence, I believe, produced or directed Noel and Gracie and Clyde wrote all the music for it. So like also kudos to them. So wait, Gracie, was that the name she, that Sandra Bullock was, was that the reason why she was Gracie Lou Freebush in Miss Congeniality? I didn't even think about that. I bet so. Yeah. That's so mm-hmm. funny. Cause you know, they do yeah. that, right? If you watch the credits, you'll see names of like some of the main characters. Yes, exactly. Which is yep. Fun. Very cool. Um, I forgot what we were even talking about, but, uh, Christmas, Christmas yeah. <laughs> I feel like, cause my, my family, Christmas was huge. We always would go to my grandma's house in South Carolina and I lived in South Carolina. So her, like, it was like an hour and a half, maybe two and a half hours away. Um, okay. but there was just three grandkids. So it was my brother, myself and my little cousin who came when I was like nine and top of the stairs at her house was like the thing we waited at the top of the stairs on Christmas morning and then we'd run downstairs and see what Santa brought and like you I stopped believing in Santa pretty close to the age of 30 I just I didn't want to give it up I really did I I feel like I still believe I feel like there's something very purely magical on Christmas Eve I don't know if it's because you there's something very just sweet and innocent and lighthearted about the holidays I don't know, but I just feel like there is magic on Christmas Eve. And I still, at 43, I still think that there's magic. 
I also like fully applaud. I, you know, have my older brothers and like, they never were the assholes who like that for me, they were so cute about it as well. Growing up. I think I overheard the rumor at school that he doesn't really exist. And I came home one day and was like, mom, is this true? And she was like, believe what you want to believe. And I was like, okay, so that's going to be real. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So it's a hundred percent on a roof as you speak. Yeah. But I also played with Barbies until I was maybe like 15. So <laughs> did you do weird shit with your Barbies growing up? <laughs> Define <laughs> weird shit. Um, no. I mean, um, I used to cut all the Barbies hair off mm. and I would leave it in the corner of the living room and my mom would just see a pile of blonde silk. Uh, so that was I got I got uh, I'm glad you're in therapy. I'm glad you're in therapy. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I I wanted to in some part I wanted to be Barbie mm-hmm. in some area of my brain, like mm-hmm. the hair. She and I just would I would put clothes on her and then take them off and put clothes on her and then take them off and brush her hair and I would build like just like an apartment for Barbie. I just I loved <laughs> I loved Barbie. I was yeah. just I was just one of those one of those girls. I really was. I saw this in the movie. Have you seen it? I haven't, and I've heard it's fantastic. I just haven't watched Me it too. yet. So. Yeah. Add it to my list. Oh yes, I'll get there. After you watch White Christmas. I'm doing it today. I'm not joking. Um just I mean, I'm I'm assuming because your mom's such a good cook and this is what you do, like food obviously very important to you during the holidays. Oh, yes. Fully. Um and uh you know, I think with with lots of families, it, it sort of over time turns into like traditional recipes that uh, mm-hmm. you don't even mess with because someone will be furious if you change something up, um, which is so true. And so, you know, however, um, generally speaking, our entire family is very foodie forward. Um, and so uh, Christmas is a little bit smaller. So that's, that's sort of where the menu expands a bit. Like, you know, my mom will make like a, a beef tenderloin with like horseradish cream sauce or um, scallop potato. Like, not that that's, you know, Mm-mm. crazy, but just something that takes a lot more effort um, to throw together. Um, <clears throat> and I kind of enjoy, like, I think I like Thanksgiving a lot because it's like Christmas without all the stress. Um and it's still a fabulous meal, but, um, I, I like, at least for me, because that's how my family rolls. It's just the intimacy of the Christmas dinner. And, you know, it's like maybe nine of us sitting at the table and letting our freak flag fly in the kitchen and, um, trying some new stuff. Yeah. But my dad is the baker at Christmas time. I'll have, you know, it's <laughs> again, crazy time with my older brother, who is the goofball in the house. That really is my dad as well. He's like a lawyer by day, goofball by night, um, and and a really an incredible cookie baker. Um, and this dates back to ever since I was a child. I'm not even sure how long before I was born that he was doing this, but he was always in charge of the Christmas cookies. And he bakes, oh, I want to say maybe 12 varieties of cookies every single year and like starts the first week of December and makes his dough. He weighs the balls. He puts them in the Ziplocs, let them sit in the fridge and then he bakes them and he makes platters for his office or what was, you know, wherever anyone worked. Um, And they are the best cookies I've ever had in my life. And like, it just blows my damn mind that you come home and 
this very like tough lawyer man is wearing a, a cute apron and he's like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but he is a phenomenal baker. And I think he likes the science behind it. I think he likes that if I weigh every ingredient that it's going to come out great. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he has his like 12 cookie menu and uh, it's so great. And another thing that's relatively new and by new I mean probably in the past 10 years when my brother met his now wife um uh it's our gingerbread cooking or decorating day which is which is when my sister-in-law and I drink a martini or two uh and I set up all the icing and the decorations and when I tell you like you've seen I'm not horrible at decorating cakes Mm. like something I'm proud of doing. This is like, there's no rules and we will just be, they're horrifying. Like should, I almost made me want to consider starting a company that sells like misfit (laughs) Christmas cookies because I, uh, you know, I've seen seen it on the TikToks. There are so many stunning cookie decorators out there. Mm -hmm. And maybe I could do that if I really wanted to give it a shot. But like with her, we just- pee our pants laughing like we put eyeballs like all over the cookie there was like one time jamie wrote uh that's my sister-in-law she wrote the word tree on an angel angel and wrote angel on a tree it was just like so (laughs) there's always an appropriate one that you know Mm -hmm. um my parents won't let us put on platters that go out to the public um but it is like my favorite day of the year and now we're getting the kids involved which at this point, you really can't even tell if my five-year-old nephew or Jamie or I decorated the cookie because <laughs> they're all equally painful to look at. So um, really, really, really enjoy that. That's that perfect, day. though. That's To me, that's, that's tradition. And I will say the dynamic of holidays, in my family at least, changed as soon as we were of drink, the kids were of drinking age. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Right? <clears throat> Let's define drinking age, though. Well, yeah. I mean, to me, no, seriously. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, my, really, my yes. mom was never, she was like, do you want a little glass of sparkling and you're 19? Exactly. Go for yes. it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just don't be an idiot. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. Exactly. But I think it truly changed. It went from this, um, we, then we were all on the same team. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, there was everything. no kids table. The kids yeah. tables just stopped existing. We were all on the same team. And I think those were, those are some of my best memories well it's amazing yeah are you are you cooking again for Christmas as well or yes yeah, so your... we do you know and I love traditions but at the same time I love to shake things up a bit so we were doing um we were doing spaghetti and meatballs on Christmas Eve for years right yes. just so mm-hmm. fun it's like the sauce is... pizza. it's exactly yeah yeah um, so yeah, spaghetti and meatballs on Christmas Eve was a big thing, but I, I honestly, I may change that up. We've always done filet or something like a tenderloin on, on Christmas. One year, I think we did Chipino, which was so fun. Can I just tell you how I am desperate to find n- not a man, but a man whose family does, <laughs> if I can use them, um, <laughs> Um, just someone who's like a, like an Italian man whose mom does the seven fishes because I've always wanted to explore that 
Um, but we would never do that. It's, That's it's twice sweet. now. You've almost made me spit my drink out. The last, what, what are, why are the balloons? I have no, what, like, what is happening? <laughs> I've no, I literally have no idea. Do? Your cat's celebrating. Oh, okay. Um, set, wait, seven <clears throat> fishes. That's, oh, that's the, um, seven fishes. Yes. Yeah. I've never done that. I've never experienced it. And so if anyone's listening, who's ideally single, uh, you don't have to be, um, but also this can be totally platonic. Uh, <laughs> I just want to eat seven fishes at your family's house. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> I um I'll separate that into a uh, little PSA. Perfect. That I'll put love out. That. But, it's gonna work. Uh, I do I do love traditions, and there's things that are very very sacred. Uh, but last Christmas Eve, it was just me and Chuck here. Our kiddo, I think the weather was so bad he just couldn't make it home. Mm. Um, but it was just us, and we ended up drinking. <laughs> I'm so ashamed to admit this. White Russians, like pretty much all night wait i will tell you back to our creamy drinks creamy drink i have a white russian every christmas eve and it's 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 my favorite like i i look forward to it every year i don't want it any other time of life i enjoy it very much it is so good or brandy alexander one or the other did we just become best friends I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I think this happened a year ago, two years ago, but I'm, I'm, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. That's <laughs> so hot. I'm sweating. Um, well, I didn't tell you the rest of the story. We drank white Russians. And when I say white Russians, it may have been two. There's only so many white Russians you can drink before. Yeah. Um, but then we ended up watching like random Christmas movies that we didn't get to. We watched that uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby Oh, yes. Mashup video. That. Right. Just all this stuff. I think we were up until like maybe one or two. And I'm like, I think we should go to bed. <laughs> Santa should be here any second. Right. Uh, He's going to catch us drinking yeah. white Russians. But <laughs> but I reminded him of that because he he didn't remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but I was like, no. And I just think there was something about that that was really special. It was just the two of us, mm-hmm. right, on our couch, white Russians, just farting around with the TV. Like, what do you want to watch? What do you want to watch next? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty it's great. Like, the changes in tradition can be really challenging for a lot of people, and and maybe you went into that like not knowing how the night was going to go. But now that you can reflect on that, knowing that it was just like a phenom memory in your brain, and you know, who knows what's to come this year with the weather with your kiddo coming or Absolutely. not but but i will say that too because i mean you you have this like you have these beautiful traditions with your family and when i lived in south carolina all the holidays were with my south carolina family for the most part yeah. all the time when i moved out to oregon now they're across the country and i made it home as much as i could but it got to the point where i'm just like i need to start as an adult adulting sucks yeah. people new traditions and but it's always been something that is so incredibly bittersweet it's so hard Mm -hmm. because I have these like beautiful memories that I cherish so much from my time in South Carolina it's hard you know it's really hard I totally get that I mean my contracts were long on cruise ships and I missed out on a lot of holidays a lot of big things a lot of funerals a lot of birthdays um 
and things that you used to have your regular schedule for. And uh, it, I, I feel like it, it sucks the worst the night before because you just know you're kind of missing out on, but there's also other ways to, to make it your own. And, um, you know, I, I think that's really great that, you know, and I'm not surprised by you because you have such a wonderful personality to like make the most of that day. And um, I haven't met Chuck yet, but he just seems like he is like your perfect match in terms of like being on your side for all things there. He is, is. He is. He's awesome. actually he's wonderful. And I'm the insane, crazy. Um, Let's drink white Russians all night. And he's the. <laughs> Let's not. I like your energy. Let's just do a couple. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Um, but maybe you're at a 12. I need yeah. you at a 7. No, he's <laughs> he definitely, the word grounded, he definitely has kept me grounded for the last That's a great, a great compliment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. He's, he's pretty fantastic. Um, cool. Christmas, Christmas Day, do, do family open presents? Christmas morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, the only, the, the, the year that things changed the most was when, cause my brother and I are both single, uh, <laughs> to this day, which brother um, middle, Ryan, the middle. Yeah. Mike and Jamie have been together for over 10 years now. Um, and well, she is lives the middle with, child. I know. Epic middle, epic middle, man. Sorry, honey. He's, uh, he's letting that, uh, shine if you will. Um, but <laughs> love you, Brian. Um, but, uh, you know, my, my sister-in-law, her family's up in Connecticut. So there were like those first years where they'd like split the holidays. So like someone would be at our house for Thanksgiving and then they would go up to Connecticut for Christmas. And like, I remembered feeling very sad the first time that happened because it was just like the first break off of like our family. That's been like this, this, this entire time. Um, but it was totally fine. Um, but, um, Now, uh, yeah, we, they all come over, um, or they, they go to, they go to Connecticut for Christmas Eve, they come home in the morning and then all of us will sit under the tree and open up our gifts, which just gets funnier and funnier as you get older, you know, (laughs) it's like we, uh, my mom, I, I love to call them the, um, uh, get your shit together stocking stuffers that she does. It still has like a toothbrush deodorant, like yes. makeup remover, like just be better, smell better, you know, <laughs> chapstick. If your lips are chapped, fix it. Um, and then generally like uh, one of my favorite things is <clears throat> we don't get a lot of gifts anymore. You know, we're adults. It's not, you know, you have to be more practical. And so it's silly too. Yeah. It is silly. Yes. And so my mom will uh, just kind of give like a, a check to all of us. So I like to open it and then I will just ask what everyone else got. And <laughs> my mom gets very mad. It's very political. So I'll make up a number, you know. <laughs> One oh, million dollars. You only got 50 bucks? Mm, this here says. Uh, <laughs> so this is, and I'm, I know most of America knows this, but those states that you live in up there in the mm-hmm. New England area. I love that it's so, I don't know what this is. <laughs> you know what I think? There's like maybe some sort of like a hand gesture that is making oh, you're like right. emojis or. I wonder so if you just I do stand- this. Will the balloons Ooh. come? Yeah. No. Okay. 
Okay. okay I'm going to anyway. try to contain it. Um, everything's so close. Y'all are all so close up there. Yeah. Yes. Like you're That's like, a yes. I go to class in Philly and I'm like, That's in a whole nother state. I know. And it's like a 40 minute drive from my what? house. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, it's really awesome where, I mean, not that this is a different state, but South Jersey is a really great place because you're half an hour to 40 minutes out of Philly or an hour away from the Jer- the Jersey Shore. Um, that was a horrible <laughs> Jersey Shore. Um, <laughs> it's not how they talk there. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> um, And like, not that New York City is my thing. I just don't have, you know, uh, but it's also an hour 15, hour 20 to get up there. So amazing. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I live in the Pacific Northwest land of the land. I mean, it's just like, it's the it's, land of good beer, good cheese, mm-hmm. good wine, Christmas trees. We have Christmas Can't trees. Ask for more than that. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's two and a half hours to the coast. I mean, wow. Yeah. But we're just, everything's spread out here, which is, I love. And that's why I love. Yeah. A lot of people have moved to the Pacific Northwest and criminals and people who are wanted because they can <laughs> literally like live in the middle of nowhere and no one knows that they exist. Um, but I do, I love in South Carolina, that was the same. Like everything's pretty compact and close together. And yeah. I do miss that, that you could hop in the car and go see grandma and she was two and a half hours away. I love that. That's still a drive though. I mean, mm-hmm. Going up to to Connecticut to see Jamie's family is, uh, you know, a few hours, three or four hours. I mean, it's not that bad, but um, yeah, like I'm sure that that for you didn't feel like anything. But no. also as growing up as a child, all my mom's sisters lived within like a 20 minute radius. So oh, like yeah. everyone, including close. my grandmother, was super close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we went to go see Chuck's sister one year. We decided driving would be the best. And she's in Long Beach, California. We're in Southern Oregon. And it was 14 <laughs> hours in the car. I literally, and the last, and we did it all in one, you know, stint. Um, the last of it was through, if, if anybody has driven through the grapevine, in Southern California, and then you're instantly immersed into Southern California traffic, and you're tired, <laughs> and you've been on the road for 12 hours, and you have yeah, your 13th hour. Yes. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah, we wanted to explode, but yeah, I just, I love, I love that closeness in back east that everything's kind of pretty close together. I miss that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, I can't complain. It's a, it's a good life. Um, I want to wrap up with you, although I just feel like we could just chat forever. I know this is the saddest part of our time together. Don't be sad though. Oh, I wrote this down. I was going to tell you about this. It's right next to the white Russians lion's tail. That's a new cocktail I've tried. Have you heard of it? Okay. No. Uh, I'm going to, I can look it up really quick. It's bourbon, Mm -hmm. dram, allspice. Uh, lime bitters and it's like shaken and you just put it in a little coupe glass there may be another ingredient I'm missing there um very holiday um I mean my Instagram feed sends me alcoholic beverages <laughs> because the benefits of social media it has figured constant. me out um but it's really good it's very holiday it, very rem- reminiscent of the holidays um Kind of tiki inspired. That dram all spice is found in so many tiki drinks. But nice. I thought of you because it was. It's very warm. Yeah, I could just see you sipping it and being like, 
my classic shimmy trying not to shake as much or bounce as much in this bouncing um oh. yeah because if you bounce it look like you have to pee gotta pee <laughs> okay i didn't i did not prep you for this okay oh boy but <laughs> i want to go back because i didn't ask you this the last interview we had but i did ask you the first interview because every time i interview someone for the first time i always ask them my final three so I didn't mm -hmm. prep you that I was going to do this. And I'm wondering if anything has changed for you, but I'm going to ask <clears> you my final three again. Okay. Best advice you've ever been given. The best advice I have ever been given. I'm going to laugh if this is what happened in our first episode, but I still, or our first interview, but I feel like this still really holds true is to let go of things that are out of your control. Mm, I don't know. I'll have to go look, but. That sits so well with me. Uh, my anxieties over things that I have no handle on and never will. Um, that's really helped me sort of take a deep breath and just let it ride, you know? Mm -hmm. Let it go, Elsa. Yeah, let it go, Elsa. And you, you know, got that's, it, that's actually, that's advice I live by every day. That's really good advice going into the holidays. Seriously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a bubbly, bouncy, fun, enjoyable, music-filled time of year. But there's like the also the huge spectrum of the opposite of that for a million reasons. And so just. Yeah. That's going to meditate. I don't meditate. I'm just. I can't I don't know meditate. I have I'm no. Trying to, I'm trying to activate some sort of function on your screen. <laughs> Please don't. I have I have no attention to meditate. I try. My my therapist sent me like Reiki exercises, mm -hmm. um, and I was I I have nothing against it. I I totally appreciate people who want to do that and can just like get in that zone. But I was like sitting like cross legged on the floor in my living room and it was just like I was just like bouncing on the floor like this 30 30 times 30 times to activate something that needed to be activated and yeah. nothing was activated <laughs> except yeah. for my laughter I'm um, usually just I sit there and I'm like I wonder if I should get bangs <laughs> just random things that I never think of pop into my head should I call James back? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I didn't answer that email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go back and look and see if that's what you answered the first <clears> time. It'll be really interesting cool. if if you did. Yeah. Um, happy place. What's your happy place? Hmm. This is pathetic, but these days it really is on my couch with my cat cuddled in my lap. It like makes my goddamn night. Um, she is just, I, uh, <clears throat> really, really quick when I first got her, she was very sick and I did not realize how sick she was. Um, so we were at the vet, I want to say like seven times in the first two, three months. Um, she had just had everything and anything. She was found and abandoned in a, yeah. the woods, you know, classic story. Um, and like, since then she just like, is my, it sounds like I'm crying, but I swear I'm not. I'm just <laughs> I'm like, so anyway, um, no, but she is just the, she brings so much joy into my life and, um, that's, that's my good spot now. Yeah. We don't deserve, we do not deserve animals. 
dogs and yeah. cats. They are so, they bring so much joy. Um, I do some work with a local animal shelter here and to hear the stories of people who, um, they always say, you know, who, that, who rescued who, who kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, really it's, uh, it's incredible. Okay. These days in all things, food and drink, what do you crave? What always just sounds so good? Um, food wise, I would say definitely like, I'm really into Thai right now. I, I just love, I love coconut. I love, oh, I said it again. What's happening to me? Co coconut. <laughs> I jinxed myself. Um, yeah. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that accent. I, I love whoever has that. That's great. Good for you. I just, it's taking me by surprise. Um, Co coconut. Coconut, coconut milk. Um. <laughs> I <laughs> I love Thai curry paste. I love spices. I love fresh herbs. I love noodles. I love like lots of veggies. Um, I'll often just do like a really quick curry, Thai curry. Uh, so I like that addicting kind of spice where it's like you take the bite and it kind of hits you and you're a little sweaty, but you want another bite like that to me is mm -hmm. um, very attractive in um, food. I think we really are truly best friends. Thai food is my jam. And like, I want really, 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 we just, um, a new Thai restaurant, newish just opened papaya salad. Have you had papaya salad? I don't know. I had not, I but, um, I know that I, I, a friend of mine was, uh, developing a recipe for it. Um, and I, I, I tasted it through the journey back when I was in Boston and, um, it, I've never made it myself, but I, I really, really enjoyed it. It was so like salty, savory, like it's all the notes, right? It's all the Thai notes, and it's yes. young papaya, green papaya, sorry, and like green beans and peanuts. Oh, peanuts! You had me at peanuts. <laughs> it's like I like a pad Thai peanut sauce, anything that yeah. has peanuts. In it. Um, the spicy, like I could, I could probably yeah. eat Thai food every single day. You know, I used to be such a wimp with spice. Um, like I would say like the most average Buffalo wing was like as high as I could tolerate, but my, my whole family are very like, like tolerant of spice spice. Mm -hmm. So over the years, I really believe that trying like slowly eating their level, um, like we'll get like medium to medium hot, like Indian food and like I'm sweating, but like, I'm not, I'm not in pain. And so I, I think that there is something to be said about like growing that tolerance to an extent. Sam Block, you're just growing up. You're growing up right in front of my eyes. <laughs> I'm in, I'm doing improv. I'm eating hot wings. You know, look at me go. Got my cat. <sighs> I'm surprised. I'm shocked that she has not come in here to interrupt us. Like I, I gave her, I gave her the, you know, the speech. I said, stay under the bed, leave yeah. me alone for an hour. And she's, you know, they do listen. They, well, Emmy, no. <laughs> Emmy came in here <laughs> and ever. I could have sworn she likes to chew on the wires underneath my desk. And I was like, you were mid conversation. And I'm like, at any second, uh -huh. everything's just going to go black. <laughs> Drama. All of it. Cats. Yes. Um, well, thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me for the third time. Literally anytime you want to do this, I would be okay. so down. You're one of my favorite people on planet Earth. I mean, I'm percolating a Sam and Trish show. Yes. I'm in. I'm so in. And I love Order. that I emailed you and I said, do you want to get drunk on the podcast with me again? You said yes. And then I yeah. said, I don't know what we would talk about. And you're like, yeah, I don't know what we would talk about either. 
uh, we've been going at this for an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> I had no uh, doubts, especially from your expertise in having a conversation, but also just because how much we like each other. Like it's, I just always feel like I'm hanging out with my friend and totally. It makes so um, Thank you for joining me on the holiday edition of Hungry for More. I appreciate it. Um, the biggest, merriest of Christmases and happiest of holidays to you and your family. Absolutely to you too. Yes. Who, I know. I mean, we're all going to hang out one day. I, I know it. I know. It's definitely going to happen. I feel it in 2024. It's going to happen. I'm here. I'm in. Let's do it. Um, and I, I love the fact I want that you, we, there. you have good food out there and I want to eat it. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And beer. We have good beer. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And wine and blue cheese. Mm-hmm. And blue cheese, baby. Shout out to Rogue Creamery because you have the best blue cheese on planet Earth. Yes. And I love the fact that we do reach out and catch up a couple times yeah. a year. That really Me makes too. my heart happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine. Lots of love to you over the next few weeks. Love you too. Thanks for doing uh, this. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. You've been listening to Hungry for More, an Epicurean's Dilemma with me, Trish Glose. You can watch this podcast and subscribe on my YouTube channel. Just search Hungry for More, an Epicurean's Dilemma. You can also listen and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts.